on last week's Irrevelations. Hey, you don't have a permit for that new shed. Shut it down. And if anyone tries to stop you, then we're going to take a pillar from their home and nail them to it till they die. They put you on a boat out under the hot sun in a pond, make you just eat milk and honey for like days. So you're just explosive diarrhea and like bugs just come and live inside you. He brought a bunch of people with him from Babylon. It was a big ass caravan. There was a bunch of head of households. We don't care about any of these people. That's as far as I feel like that's the end of this arc. Yeah. Let's yeah, we don't want to sure get into it. the anti-miscegenation act yet. If ever there was like a time frame where I was like, dude, just fuck this week. Let's not record. Let's just let's just skip. But I won't do that to our uh, our half dozen listeners. I'm not going to do it to you guys. I'm not going to do it to you guys. Before we turn to the word. I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. God bless America. God, I am America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. I'm still figuring out this mic a little bit. This mic cost $32, but it had like 21,000 reviews. Yeah. It was like 4.8 stars. I was like, all right, let's try it. And like, I'm listening to it. And it does it sound better? Does it? Can you tell a difference at this level? I mean, Discord is never going to be as good as like Audacity. I'll find out when I actually edit this piece of shit audio. Okay. All right. But you know, you can get a mic for $30. What's stopping homeless people from just starting podcasts, becoming millionaires? <laughs> get off the <laughs> That's streets. That's a very good question. I don't want to tell. I mean, because I was like, I was like, because, uh, so we'll start by apologizing to the podiots. We've I mean, they don't a, even talk to us. I don't... F- not that they give a shit. Em. Fuck them. Yeah, you know, we're still good for binging, you know. Yeah. If yeah. you want to... We're, we're a weird time capsule. Uh, a, a, a time stream, if you will. Yeah, especially um, our stupid intros. <laughs> yeah. uh, are we going to have to figure out a new intro once Trump's uh, irrelevant? No. I mean, Obama's no. been in it the whole time. Oh, that's true. Well, we'll have to add one of something shitty Biden said. Uh, yeah, there's a couple things I want to talk about, but um, that we've just been back. I wonder if we can get a recording of him raping Tara Reid. Right. Okay. <laughs> Why would we have recorded of that? Why would that exist? I don't know. Okay. I just, feel like just just a word salad there. You just well, that would just show that he's not a good Catholic or a <laughs> good Catholic, depending on you know what kind of Catholic you are. I guess. Okay. Well, I think I huh. I, I just per- I just. <laughs> Very rare that I percolate a joke and then stifle. That, <laughs> I was trying to think of some kind of joke mixing good Catholic. Like what would would what would make you a good Catholic uh, to rape another person? And I'm wondering, well, what if they'd had an abortion? And now I'm like, do I accuse Tara Reid of having an abortion, which would then justify her rape as some kind of Catholic dogma? I don't know. But I feel but, like the Crusades was mostly away. the Crusades was mostly rape. Oh yeah, I mean. So I feel like that's – and those were Pete Catholics. There's not a better Catholic than a crusader. I don't know. I don't know that there's any part of the Bible. I mean, thus far, we haven't dealt with any real part of the Bible that deals with rape 
except to say except to qualify it as property damage yeah you have to kill the woman if she doesn't scream loud enough in the city yeah because well that's that's because which is why the democrats are suppressing tara reed's story because she didn't scream loud enough (laughs) okay jesus yeah well i I, I mean we 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 covered that in i think deuteronomy is when that specific chapter is um, yeah yeah something or or leviticus those all run together in my mind but um that specifically was to stop the very real threat of fake rape charges you know yes baby comes out the eyes are the wrong color oh you fucking and she's like i was raped and he's like i don't remember no screams yeah so you kill her so you kill her Um, and then the rapist has to pay like 50 bucks or whatever yeah wasn't that what the deal was Uh, yeah pretty much like 50 gold like 50 (laughs) silver shekels Shekels, like i'm sorry bro yeah uh well then as in now uh laws and fines are just fees for rich people it's just a rich tax you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was a, um, I don't know. It's like that- Shia LaBeouf still has a job. He just got in trouble for that. But hey, you know what? For rape? He's not a poor black man, so we're not going to do anything about it. Right, 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 right. Well, that was one of those things I'd read about, like a kind of a, a like a culture shock when poor people meet rich people. Is that this girl yeah. was dating an ultra rich guy, and he would just park wherever the fuck he wanted in the city, and like there'd be no okay. parking. And she'd be like, you can't park here. And he's like, oh, no, you can park there. It just costs $200. Yeah. You know, because he didn't give a shit. And, you know, he's like, whatever, I'll take the I'll take the parking ticket because I don't give a shit. And I can just yeah, park wherever I want. You know? And that, that's how Goals. it that, that's That's rape if you're white and rich, too. You know, yeah. you can pull Brock Turner status. Yeah. It just it's just more expensive to rape if you're if you're wealthy. True. <sighs> well, yeah, so we're back on the air. We've been on a hiatus for, for, what, three weeks now? Two weeks? Had some technical, we missed two weeks. Had, had so. some technical difficulties, and then I just, I don't know. I just was tired. There was a real <laughs> chance, I think, in our little technical difficulty lull of us not reviving, right? Uh, I feel like... You know, it, not not ex, not like real, real. Like, obviously, <laughs> either one of us could have spurred it into going, but it was one of those moments where it's like, I mean, we're not getting anything out of this other than a <laughs> well, other than think, a weekly conversation. Yeah, let's, let's. I guess let's 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 get more existential with it. Uh, yeah. there definitely this podcast is sort of just one of those things we just do now. It's like a yeah. there, there's this uh, quote that sticks in my mind uh, that says a commitment is something you decide to do every day. Yeah, you know, or so week. well, yeah, whatever. But you know what I mean? Like you know, it, it's not a buy, for me. It's know? bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm committed to it. But you know, it's not something that we're tied to. There's no legal restraint to it. We are just committed to doing it. We just fucking do it every week. And sure. there is at the back of your mind, you know, there's 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 a sliver of my mind that's like, oh god, I gotta wake up on a Sunday and read this fucking Bible, and then yeah fucking talk about jill biden not being a real doctor you know whatever i gotta i gotta find time of the day to do this uh, that would have been a much less provocative approach to this episode <laughs> now that you mention it but yeah uh, i could just do that instead but you know instead i instead i, I fucking i wake up and I, I i put my voice into the to the ether but you know so i'm committed whatever well no. i think in a weird way and and riffing on that a little bit is that this is like our religion you know oh yeah, it's good it for you it's good for you. Uh, I think they've shown that religion uh, in- improves longevity, probably because having a routine uh, yeah. improves your longevity. So, in a way, you know, this podcast and alcohol are what's keeping us alive. Well, I, I should be dead. Yeah, you should be dead. Uh, yeah, by the laws of of uh, physics and gravity. But um, the uh, 
just from road rage, I think, <laughs> yeah. alone. Uh, I, I think, I mean, I think personally, I had a major milestone. I finally came out as atheist to uh, your dad. So I finally, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I mean, was that shocking to him? I can't I imagine. Doubt, I doubt. But I was like, uh, I was, I've just been, it, it touched on mine. I was like, do I need the podcast anymore? I'm just going to keep doing it. But <laughs> now, yeah, that I've, yeah. now that I've earned the courage to keep going forward. Oh boy! Uh, but let's uh, I guess let's us. actually let's actually get into it. Uh, I do have a question. I do have a question. This has been on my mind. I ha- I I don't understand it. There's a lot okay. going on in the news. Um, okay. But one of the things I find absurd is so Trump still has not conceded the election. It is now Correct. December. As of minutes ago, actually on Twitter, he is still. I can <laughs> confirm. Confirm today. Like, oh, nope, the election was stolen. I won by a landslide. Uh, complete delusional bullshit that. Somehow keeps, I don't know, festering like a wound. Here's this latest uh, tweet from about four hours ago, Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Time. Okay. The lie of the year is that Joe Biden won. I mean, he's a poet. You have to, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's great. It's just, it's it's not (laughs) enough to just say like, hey, the election is potentially fraudulent or that we don't know the election. It's that I won, and I won by a fucking landslide. Like, but it's he's so- whiny about it. He's fucking baby dick whiny about it. It's so awful. I wish he was like. It, I mean, they all make him out to be like some sort of alpha lion-hearted, fucking. You know, I don't know. Whatever yeah, gladiator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chad, but he's just Chad such a Maga, fuck- Chad Maga yeah. Thundercock. Yeah. He's a fucking weak-chinned, which I can say that because I have one, okay. weak-chinned, whiny New York like fuck. Like, why would anyone... <laughs> it is Ugh. It is kind of weird because it is pathetic that he is just crying about it. It is yeah. just complaining. It's just like, oh, they stole the election from me, and oh, this is bullshit, and I'm being very mistreated. He, he's just that shitty schoolyard bully. Who's, yeah, no a, who's a cunt. And then the yeah. second someone throws an ice ball into his ear, he's like, ah, I don't, oh, there's no ice balls. Oh, I, I'm being mistreated. I'm going to call my mom. Yeah. It's, it's bad. The fact that that know? somehow gets distorted into QAnon fucking losers' <laughs> minds as the storm's coming, bro. It's time to rise up. All the liberals are just cowering in fear waiting for us to finally stand our ground. Globally. It's the greatest thing of our generation. I love it. I mean, I literally am a pig in slop every day watching them <laughs> still is. being convinced that, like, oh, just you wait. I love it. Oh, it's coming. Don't Shit, worry. I hope they're right. That would be fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> that would be so funny. It if, is. If he actually did, like, did a coup. Yeah, did a Wild. coup. It would be pretty fucking hilarious. I don't think he has actual support of, like, the... No, he doesn't. Uh, the, it's just funny the military. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of generals that are going to come to bat for him or... or no, or, of course not. There's zero uh, chance, but I still... It's fun to it's fun I, to play with. Ironically... It's fun to imagine, honestly, part of the fun would be all the, like, mad celebrities. You know? <laughs> I would, I I would, would love, enjoy that. I would love to see just Tim Allen fighting Tom Hanks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just in their, in their Pixar costumes. Just be... But, uh... It'd be like that. Um, yeah. But Spe- the- do you know who Trump could take a lesson from? Okay. My boy Ezra. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, we're not getting there yet. Let's not get to Ezra just yet. Uh, no, come I, on. I want to talk perfect- about. Uh, I know. No, it wasn't perfect. Right. It was a All really right. shitty. Like, no, we'll get because there he's a man of action. <sighs> And when he saw something wrong, but okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to, we'll get do to your that. thing. We'll, we'll, your we'll find thing. some inload in that, that joke. We'll, we'll finish up Ezra today. It's a great ep. This is going to be a fucking good one. It, that's what sucked about the, the hiatus is that I was so excited to get into this ep. And I've just been been sitting on it for weeks. Um, 
the thing that really weirds me out is how someone will say something incredibly fucking stupid. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like a fucking hive mind, the collective conservative consciousness um, just rallies around it. I don't know why it's such a big fucking deal and why it's become such a hill to die on that Dr. Jill Biden is not a real doctor. First of all, I've never even heard of Dr. Jill Biden. I know that he has a wife named Dr. Jill Biden. Sure. But I don't know her at all. I, I don't know that she has any public sort of this real is, major persona. I don't no, know why she, they're targeting her and, and trying to like be like, you don't have you're not a real doctor. How pious. I mean, like, she's not a real doctor. <laughs> uh, I'm actually gonna take I'm actually gonna cross swords with you on oh this. Oh boy, one. oh boy. So the so she has a the the thing that really started it, and I remembered when it popped up live because I follow a lot of feminist subreddits just to lurk and troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of just you just do. to you know just because I don't like I don't like anyone I don't like anyone agreeing with me ever. So even though I yeah. agree with them in spirit, I just want to fight. Uh, yeah. But a bunch of um, it, it popped up on our men writing women, which is specifically people making fun of men, cl- clarif- characterizing women based yeah, on their yeah. own misogynistic fuck up. But there was a Washington Post article, Washington Times, the Washington Times okay. uh, had an editorial that has gone viral now about a guy who basically was like, "Hey, Jill." kiddo let me tell you a little something you haven't earned doctor if you don't deliver babies you're not a real doctor and the guy who did it has a bachelor's of arts like some weak limp dick you know and he's got a couple he's still right though that's the problem (laughs) i guess let's let's get it well i don't know why all right you're gonna agree with him give me your give me your take i'm not gonna agree with him because he sucks okay so it's not i'm not necessarily on his side i'm watching two stupid boats shoot cannonballs at each other i'm on dry land i'm fine i'm flourishing okay. right. but i'm laughing at both of them did you even like respond to it it just seems like no people yelling it's not about her she's getting pumped up as like the first doctor first lady or whatever which come on and ed d is what he takes two years of like oh here's how you teach th- things to someone two years you write a dissertation or whatever I, no one cares. <laughs> don't call yourself a doctor. That's so fucking cringe. I, Come on. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I, I don't. I don't think y- you are being a fucking idiot if you Why? actually agree that medical doctors are the only people who get the title doctor. I mean, in the Associated Press style guide, that is how you write people. You never write doctor for someone unless they're a medical doctor. That's that's my profession. I don't give a fuck. I also think that shit. it's super cringy if you call yourself doctor publicly. Not, she didn't. I don't. I don't have a. Bo- I'm not picking a bone with her. Right. I'm making fun of the dumbass libs that are like, we finally have a doctor, first lady. Shut the fuck up. That's I, so stupid. That's. They also were were going off about how it's the first Italian American in the White House. Shut the fuck up. Wait. Shut who's Italian American? Fuck. She is Jill. Oh, who gives a shit yeah. about that? Okay, it's part well. of. It's part of the same wave. They were. They were freaking out about her being a doctor and being Italian. No one with a PhD, an Ed D, a fucking PharmD, anything like that needs to be calling themselves doctor. I'm is your, sorry. Is your dad a doctor? Yeah. Technically? Well, uh, no. Sorry. He's not. He has a PharmD. I would never call him a doctor. <laughs> he doesn't call himself a doctor. I, I don't Why? know. I think I, I've met doctors of chemistry. And yeah, they doctors suck if they call themselves biology, doctors. And I, I don't know. They certainly, your professor? They certainly, first of all, first of all, first of all, their official title is doctor. No, it's not. The, it, and I'll add this. 
A JD is a doctorate, technically. Are we going to call every attorney a doctor? No, that's stupid. Yeah, but they have their own nomenclature that's specific to lawyers. If they're your professor, as a term of deference, I think that makes sense. That's fine. Okay. Most of my professors that are doctors still don't ask, in fact, ask us not to, but... I don't know if you want it, if it's your thing, fine. But if you're going out in public and doing it, but let's be like clear, you're at a dinner that's not party, the, that's not the fucking argument. Their argument is a yes, it is. Jill Biden is the most educated first lady in the office, Maybe. which I don't. She isn't. I don't, she know. Isn't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't know. Shit. Well, who gives a shit about nah. fucking MDs? Who I, cares? An Ed D is or, come uh, on. an Ed D. Whatever. It doesn't. I mean, whatever. So she did what? Ooh, I, I don't she know knows how to. She knows how to curate a kindergarten curriculum so she did yeah she did eight years of school fine i don't i don't think that makes her a hero sure at most eight years whatever you know um i i don't think that's the point i i think the point was like people were like hey she's the most educated first lady which may or may not be true i don't know i give zero shits about first ladies i don't know why anyone even cares well, it was a response to them, which honestly, sure, I wouldn't take the time to respond to them. That's stupid to begin my, my, with. My point is they're like, hey, she's a highly educated first lady. And then feeling the need to attack her for that, for zero, no, I don't know them, why anyone her. would it. No, no, they're attacking they, the people that wrote the original opinions they about attacked, her being They attacked her for having this pious ed degree which just reeks of jealousy and limp dick energy no it doesn't the guy the guy being like oh take off that doctor that when is the she last wasn't, she wasn't fucking like it wasn't like she was like lording around and like showing up in congress but like no Dr. she Joe wasn't Biden. she but wasn't, other but opinion the columnists were they're not attacking her but that they're wasn't attacking that the other wasn't opinion the point columnists. of the fucking article the article yes, wasn't was. saying the article wasn't saying hey do not give Jill Biden super duper credit. It was directly written to Jill Biden. Stop calling yourself a doctor. It's not directed at any of her fans or anything. It's it, a, is, it is. There's subtext no, that you're not reading. Shit. Now, now. Oh, you're no, mad. No, you're a cuck. <laughs> we could have we been talking about Ezra this whole time. No, and fuck it's a shame it. no, 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 no. Now I'm angry because uh, so Jill Biden's. Attractors. I don't know what you. Uh, the opposite of a detractors. Uh, attra- attractors are like, hey, look, there's a doctor in the office. Some guy goes, hey, it's Jill, own- turn it down, and then now people it- are angry at him. It's a bit of a crossfire, but it's. I mean, he's an idiot. I don't care stupid. about him, obviously. And the fact that like now Ted Cruz and a bunch of other Republicans are jumping on and be like, you're not a real doctor if you're not a fucking medical doctor. I don't know if you can't. If you can't, uh, I, I understand. Um, I think at its core, conservatives are going to be angry anytime they meet someone who says they're a doctor, and then they go, can you get me fentanyl? And they go, no, 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 I have a degree in history. They're like, ah, this is stupid. Why do you even call yourself a doctor if you yeah. can't write me scripts for opium? I think I mean, that's can, where it's at. She can teach a kindergarten class. That's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I just she, think that's what it is. I think, I think She can do it good. <laughs> I hope people that have Ed D's are listening to this, right. punching their fucking stereo system right now. Yeah, well, I, I, so I'll tell you what, you people who, me. Uh, you know, have EDs, uh, <laughs> I'm with you guys, you ED dudes, <laughs> stand up straight and proud, you guys are all right. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough about current events. God, hopefully, stupid. Hopefully everyone's mad. Um, Let's get into the Bible. Something, yeah, something, so, Ezra, something, something, misogyny. Do you know who doesn't have Ed D? Speaking, Ed of, D? speaking of misogynistic cucks, talking uh, about yeah. Ezra in the Bible. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 
He is. Well, not misogynistic. He's this is racism. Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, it's it's a it's it's a little call. It's a, a little bit of little both. Call B. There we go. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Which is which is hey, that's you and me, baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a little misogyny. <laughs> little, little, call, racism. little call of Grant, little call of Cole. Uh <laughs> so welcome to the uh, Revelations Thunder Podcast. And lightning. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> finally, uh, finally, finally, welcome to the Revelations Podcast after a long break, not that you'd notice. Uh I'm Cole Deluski. And I'm Grant DeVoiced. For some reason, I'm attaching my name to this product. Right. Uh, what episode are we on? 135? No 115? fucking way. I think we're I don't on 115. Know. I think. I, mean, I was thinking five. so long. We are getting... I wonder how far back we'll go. It's like when you, like... Not that any of our audience uh, would understand, I'm sure, but when you're, like, big into powerlifting, and you take yeah. a break, and your muscles have atrophied, and you're like, oh, I used to be at... You know, I used to be benching such and such, and now I'm, like, at half that. It just... I wonder how far we've atrophied in the podcast game. I mean, we open up with a pretty spicy cold opener there, so. <laughs> we're on we're episode 115. 15, yeah. So. And uh, not only are we episode 115, we're still, as mentioned earlier, in the book of Ezra. And we're it. on the last two chapters of Ezra. We're on chapter 9, and it ends at chapter 10. And then we're going to be on to Nehemiah. We are doing the last two chapters of Ezra, then we'll do our recap, and then next week we will be starting Nehemiah. Yes. Now, let's catch the people up, because it's been a minute, as we've said multiple times. Uh, the Jews are back in Jerusalem. There's a lot of confusion about timeline, right? I don't know if you guys remember, but we were having a lot of back and forth about, okay, which guy is the boss right now? There's Artaxerxes, there's Xerxes, there's Cyrus, there's... Darius. Yeah, you can it's all over the fucking place. And those guys are supposed to have all these numbers after their name because there's so many of these fuckers, but the Bible doesn't do that, so we don't know who's who. The point is, the Jews are definitely back in Jerusalem. They've been having some permitting process issues, which is the most fucking boring thing. Working with contractors, you know. Ugh, awful. Really? The point is. uh, Issues that they took with them back to New York. That's right. Ezra is, uh, is pissy. (laughs) Um, about all this, I think. But now there's a new problem, and this problem is no longer external. It's not an internal problem. It's not a. It's not a Persian Empire issue. It's a Jews problem. Right? What are they doing to. Themselves? I mean, let's. In essence, Ezra represents the return to form of the Jews. Like the conscience. I'm back. We're bringing Jews back to how they're supposed to be. We're we're coming back to we're, we're we've left Babylon from our punishment. We've now returned home. Now it's time to straighten the fuck up, and Ezra's gonna make it happen. That's uh, right. And these last two chapters apparently relate to I don't know it. There's two whole chapters devoted to this, whereas like Passover and. And like the feast of weeks or whatever, kind of just got a verse here and there, verse here and there, there. So it really, I think, highlights the importance of what we're about to get into. Yeah, it's kind of like Ezra is a deadbeat dad who's been in prison for a while. Okay, and he finally gets out of jail and he goes home, and his sixteen-year-old daughter has like eight mixed-race children. And he's like, "We got to fix this. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> we got to clean this place up." It is. I'm not uh, saying what race she is or they are. It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. The point is that this guy's racist. Yeah. The point <laughs> is, it, 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 that, that's not us, guys. That's the Bible. That's exactly that's what's, what's occurring. It, as far as it's so. I want so many mixed race children. So, yeah. So at the end of 
the so in, in keeping with your analogy at the end of the last chapter ezra's back they had a big old party he's like daddy's back there's gonna be some fucking changes in here there's th- right he's like no more video games he's just snapping their tablets and being like you're connected to your phones he's throwing them away you know you're going to sure. a flip phone um and they had a big old party like yeah yeah things are it's gonna get so much better now and then now the party's done and he's like okay it's a new day. He wakes up. He has his coffee. All right, time to get my house in order. Yeah, let's see what the damage is. So the leaders, starting off in Chapter 9, the leaders come up to him. So the guys that have kind of been overseeing things, a bunch of unnamed fucks, they come up to Ezra. They're like, look, uh, we got to tell you something. So the people of Israel, and not just the people, also including the priests and the Levites, have not been keeping themselves separate, if you will. <laughs> um, so there have basically been... Uh, partnering up and doing practices with, it's a laundry list here, but we got the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. So basically every fucking ite. I wonder if that was a slur huh. back then. Like, uh, but you're just hanging out with all these ites. Because, oh, wait, I guess the Israelites are ites too. Anyways, yeah, that the, up. the point is, <laughs> uh, the Egyptians could do that joke though. Yes. The point is that. There's all these different peoples around them, which we've known about. We've heard all of those names at some point or the other. They've been at war or allied or whatever. But you don't fuck them, right? Right. You fight them. And it, so it, it's a it, it's an interesting thing because yeah, the, the the God made it extremely clear that part of being a good Jew and doing good under His eyes was separation. God was like, I made you my special people. You are to be isolated. You're supposed to create this holy land of Israel. You're supposed to spread out your borders, and you're supposed to kill everything that's within it. You're not supposed to coexist with them. You're not supposed to have peace with them. You're just supposed to carpet bomb them and throw rocks at them and push them out of their condos. It's not And enslave them. Yeah, and enslave them. And enslave them. You and rape them and coat open ki- pregnant women and rip their childs from their bellies and smash them on rocks and stuff. Yeah, you can rape them, but you have to kill them afterwards so that the kid isn't born. Yes, you're not allowed to, you know. Take notes, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So, but that's, you know, like, we're not, we're not sugarcoating. That is the point. You are supposed to, (laughs) you're so pleased with yourself. Uh, (laughs) uh, The point is separation is part of it. And I think it's interesting that this is like, you know, okay, so in keeping that, he wakes up, he's like, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? And, like, it's like the nosy neighbors, like the, the HOA from the community is, like, busting yeah. and be like, okay, here's the first thing. There's some black kids playing in the pool. And he's like, oh, yeah. well, that's definitely the first thing we have to deal with. We have to address yeah. the fact that there are mixed races in our neighborhood. Yeah, forget that the temple is destroyed. Forget yeah. that you're a fucking shell of the nation you used to be. Let's start at this most important part which yeah, yeah. Well, said. so what's our what's our fresh water and food supply situation no 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 you don't understand there's a bunch of mexicans grilling in the park he's like well i'll definitely take care of that man it's wild because you can i can actually you know we're sitting here joking right i could literally hear these words coming out of like i don't know a dan crenshaw type whatever <laughs> yeah. about like no before we can take care of medical issues we need to get the radical islamists out of our country <laughs> it is it is almost right? like it is almost like okay imagine there's like a healthcare crisis and there's a poverty <laughs> issue in america you know there's things like that and they're like we got to get this wall built and you're like okay <laughs> 
I guess that's a it good use of our funding. Uh, I noticed that insulin is crippling people with debt. Like, no, 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 no. There's some Mexicans coming over in a group. Yeah, what's the point of surviving your diabetes if you got to live next door to a Muslim? <laughs> you know, it's weird. I almost forgot how much – it's weird how much they toned it down, but I forgot how much uh, Islamophobia was a part of the 2016 campaign. I almost oh, forgot yeah. how, how key that was, uh, and then they kind of just switched to Mexicans. Yeah, but, the fact that we couldn't say Obama's uh, name without his whole name <laughs> for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so back back to it. Yeah, they're like, hey, you know, I know Israel's got some real problems and we're still fixing up, but the first thing we got to do is we got to get some racial purity in here. Let's do some direct reading because this is very interesting uh, wording. So we've got, uh, they've taken up their daughters as wives for themselves and their sons and have mingled the holy race with the people around them. Yikes. I'm going to say that. Um Indeed, the hand of the leaders and rulers has been foremost in this trespass. So it's kind of an interesting little like, hey, you know, as you said, okay, guys, our holy, mine calls it our holy seed is mixed with the people, which is even grosser. It's like, hey, we have been splashing our jizz all over the sweet, delectable, cherry-like eggs of these brown motherfuckers. Yeah. And really, it's our corrupt well, they're all swamp. Brown, but yeah. It's our corrupt swamp politicians that are doing it the worst. Typical. But uh, yeah, I, it is very scary wording, and you can see how. Honestly, it's one of those things where, uh, like, liberal or progressive Bible apologists, where I'm always going to be like, "No, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up." I, you can't it, like trying to take the idea of Christianity or Judaism or whatever from the right. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a bad idea. You just got to let them have I'll it. Let them have because it. Let them have it. They're right. It is fucked up. God, <laughs> it calls for bad things. That's a strange guy. Uh, I, I, I think it's so. Like, in keeping with our analogy, it's like the head of the HOA comes up, like, "Yeah, man, there's been there's been a bunch of you won't believe it. There's a bunch of black kids playing in the pool. The the gate is just left open now. You know, like we're supposed to have a guard that lets in one car at a time, and now it's just open, and some Mexicans slipped in. And uh, you know who's been doing it the worst? The other HOA leaders. <laughs> and Ezra hears Can this, you it? and. Now, my reaction would be like, okay, I think we have bigger problems. But Ezra goes, oh, no. And when he heard this thing, he tore his garment, his robe, and plucked out some of the hair on his head and beard and sat down astonished. He can't believe it. Yeah, mine mine says that I sat there appalled. Like, (laughs) come on, man. Fucking boomer. Like, he's just like, he's just seeing two people holding hands and he's just screaming at the sky. How, what kind of God could let this happen? It's like when my parents found out that my wife used to be a hippie. <laughs> that is true. I was, I was, I don't know, I don't know what was making me think of that. We were driving back and from golf the other day, and I, I was just in the car, just thinking. About it. I was like, I was wondering because, oh, I remember because your dad invited me hunting. Yeah, and I was just thinking, oh, about, yeah, I was like, what yeah. a dichotomy that Rick likes me, an outspoken atheist, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but has issues with Sierra. I was like, what was it? Oh, yeah. that's right. She used to live in a tent. <laughs> but, yeah. She's more outspoken about feminism than you, so. Yeah, well, I that's do it. The, that's I do it. I only do it ironically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's appalled. Literally, this is the biggest thing to him is that they have mixed the blood, which is weird because I feel like at some point it was starting to feel like it was okay to assimilate, right? Like to bring in other people. I mean, it was always, I think, frowned upon in some ways, but it seemed like there was a 
we'll call it a path to citizenship, I guess, to make it, <laughs> it You know, like, uh, if if they get married and they get circumcised and all that, blah, 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 they can kind of become Jews. But now this is very clearly not the case. Well, I think you, it's kind of interesting because, so David is descended from, is not a pure blood Jew. Which is really where it starts. So when Israel was first founded, that's when Moses like lays down the rules. Okay, we have ironclad borders. He tells Joshua, you're not supposed to spare anybody. You're supposed to kill every last one of them. Blah, blah, blah. The second you cross the Jordan, it's fucking go time. And yeah. they got tricked a few times. They spared a few people. They came to help them and enslaved them. That kind of thing. They allowed a couple people to live within their borders. And that was kind of like, well, okay, you weren't really supposed to do that, and your punishment will be the they're kind of cunts. Yeah. And then you have the Ruth and Boaz situation, where Ruth was famously not a Jew. I think Correct. she was a Moabitist, right? Something like that, um, or something like that. Yeah, but not not a Jew. Like it was like that was kind of one of the I, I think the key issues. And we can I, I, maybe I should go back to the Ruth. <sighs> Because Ruth is between... Yeah, she was a Moabite. She was, she was a Moabite. Moabite. She was a Moabite. Um, so even David isn't a pure-blood Jew. And then his son Solomon just fucking opens the gates on it, bangs a thousand women, you know, and, and they're from all over the place. His most famous yeah. wife is an Egyptian princess who he doesn't allow yep. to sleep in his dad's had house. Had to build her a separate palace. <laughs> Right, but, you know, so it's kind of like... Which, if I had the money, yeah, I would do that, too. It, 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 going back to your analogy, it's like you used to be able to park... You know you know, you're not supposed to park on the curb, but everybody's doing it. And yeah. even the head of the HOA has been doing it, and everyone's been doing it yeah. forever. And then all of a sudden, this new guy comes in, and he just starts towing cars. You're like, the that's fuck right. That's about, you know, like, that's a... Well, he doesn't even tow any cars. He just cries about <laughs> a lot. Oh, these cars are... Just- in his front yard, tearing his fucking polo in half. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just standing there like McCloskey with his gut out, just like ah, yeah. <laughs> this is making me feel bad. Um, so he goes, he starts praying, right? He prays to God, and his words are so fucking dramatic. We should like also mention saying, this is from the first person. Yeah, it all is written as Ezra. So he's That's like, right. and then everyone who trembled for the words of God came to me. Yeah. Um. And so he prayed. He said, I am too ashamed and disgraced, my God, to lift up my face to you just because your buddy's got some pussy. That's all it took. <laughs> and now you're just flabbergasted. I can't, I, I can't I even it. I can't even show my face knowing that there's some mocha colored kids running around. Right. So he says, and again, let's not They're forget, all these people are all from the same blood. Right. All right. I mean, honestly, Moabites are their ancient fucking cousins. Right. Well, there is there is a there is a remark with respect to the abominations of the Canaanites, Hittites, whatever. There is there is a sort of undertone that they are banging these Canaanite women's, and the reason why that's bad is partly hey you have royal blood or whatever, but yeah. mostly it's that they have their own gods and they have their own worship and they have sure sure. It's so there the is a little bit well. of paganism as an underlying. Uh, yeah. crime. Getting your dick wet is a gateway drug to yeah. sacrificing your children to bail or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you know, a share of polls, whatever that other bullshit yeah. that they were yeah. arguing about this whole time. You know, the so high places. The high places, yeah, because you because you got some canine puss. Yeah, so he goes on and he whines for the, rest of the, for the rest of the chapter. 
Um, is there anything else in his prayer that you thought stood out? I think it's dumb. I mean, it's just that, him that's, moping and blah, blah, blah. That, that's basically, I mean, we can honestly wrap it up because nine is just him being like, yeah, we fucked up. I recognize that uh, the Jews are intermarrying with the people of Israel and it's fucking trash and it sucks and I hate it and we shouldn't have done that and I don't know what we're going to do about it. Yeah, uh, that's about it. And uh, chapter 10, we figure out what he's going to do about it. I mean, it seems simple, right? It, yeah, it does seem simple. Like, honestly, just put him to the sword, right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, let's so, get into it. Let's get to it. <laughs> so chapter 10, my Bible calls it the people's confession of sin. So uh, it says Ezra is obviously going off doing his little fucking clown show, praying and <laughs> confessing and weeping he's, and blah, blah, blah. He, he's typing in all caps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just the worst. Um, so a big group of Israelites start to gather around him and just follow suit. It's like a mass hysteria thing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like um, they're all just crying. And it says that uh, one guy who I don't know why it's, it's so specific with his name, but his name is Shekaniah, uh, Shekaniah Twain, uh, the son of she- I don't know. All right. I guess that wasn't funny. No, so Shekaniah, the son of Jehiel, uh, a descendant of Elam, goes to Ezra and he says, look, we've been unfaithful. We've been wearing these women. But in spite of all that, there's still hope. Like, let's start restart now. Right, God likes the great reset button. Let's uh, let's promise from here on out we'll keep the covenant. It, it, it's kind of interesting because so so Ezra is like a priest who, in many ways, just represents the people, the people's urge to do good and make Israel great again. And Shechaniah, <laughs> my Bible states, is a wealthy man, a businessman, and he says, "Okay, yeah, I understand. We got a big problem, and the problem is." You, when you have a business problem like this, you need a businessman with business solutions. That's right. And he's going to come up with the cutthroat ideas of a businessman. You got some women that are the fucking problem. I got a solution. You fired. <laughs> I do get that vibe. Yeah, that you, you know. Uh, and, 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 and my God, the ball's on him. So let's get to his plan. Go ahead. Um, so <laughs> Ezra ten three. Now therefore, let us make this is his great idea. Now therefore, let us make a covenant with our God to put away all these wives and those who have been born to them, according to the advice of my master, and of those who tremble at the commandment of our God, let it be done according to the law. Arise, for this matter is your responsibility. We also are with you. Be of good courage and do it. Awful. <laughs> I also like I like that Ezra's like, guys, we got a real fucking problem. Apparently we've been intermarrying and and uh Shekaniah, he can't wait. He's like, guys, I got a great idea. What if we got rid of our bitch wives? And I can just imagine like his <laughs> children are like, what did he say? He's like, Yeah, and, and they're children too. Let's just get rid of them. And there's just like his one kind of queer art student son who's like, oh no. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, it is uh like my obvious thought is you just gotta kill them, right? This right. is somehow more cruel. Uh, it is. Yeah. We're just going to like push them into the desert. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, I mean, again, coming back to the Bible, it's exactly what Moses did to Hagar and Ishmael. You know, yep. the yep. old like, well, I wasn't really supposed to put my dicky wicky in you. So uh, just, just go. Yeah. And it's such this a, this won't backfire. It's such a, yeah. My Bible, my Bible's concordance, you can tell it's sweating. 
trying to uh, uh, go away from this. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, God loves marriage. He 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 would never agree <laughs> to a divorce. But in this instance, you know, you have to realize they weren't white. Where where it's a rich man who's had a child with an immigrant. It's like good to get rid of them and cast their children into the desert without any inheritance or money. It's it's like it's what God wants in this yeah. one instance. He can he can he can God loves his exceptions. It's insane uh when you think of the scale of this, right? Like the Ishmael and uh what's her name? Hagar. Hagar. Hagar yeah. Ishmael and Hagar thing was a tragic a small tragedy. Right. This is now done on the scale of what probably tens of thousands. Yeah, right? I, I like the it. idea of Shekinah saying, "Listen, we need racial purity in our nation. We need to take all these I'm sure there's a special word for them, and we just need to like put them on a train and take away yeah. all their property and then kick them out of our borders." You know? Okay, that almost works here, but I feel like in what you're comparing it to, they weren't intermittent. Like, this is weirder. Because it's (laughs) their wives. It's their family. Well, yeah. Um, It's weird to other someone that you're actually married to, right? Like, there wasn't... I don't know, man. It's fucking it's a, it's a It's a pretty cool ask. Like, I imagine, like, you're just, like, cuddling with your wife. You're sitting down to watch a new movie. Your kids are playing with, I don't know, a model train or a Game Boy or something. And then the, awesome. and then basically the government's like, hey, man, we checked their papers. And they got to go. Yeah. They worship No baby. more anchor babies is what I'm saying. That's right. So Ezra hears Shekinah's uh, idea, if you even want to fucking call it that. <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, his scheme. Yeah, and he says, yeah, uh, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> that so sounds like a great they, idea. And this They is- immediately take an oath to do that. <laughs> like, ah, uh, these strong men. Oh, I'm so glad we sent this to... I'm so glad we brought in this consultant and had the committee weigh in. I, I was I was really where we wouldn't come up with a strategy for this. Um, yeah. so- I think that's why they name him. It's like almost like a scapegoat. He's their Mitch McConnell. He's like, oh, Ooh, yeah, nice. you know, yeah, the whole party agreed to this, and technically we all had a vote and we could have decided against it. But really it was this one guy who, yeah. you know, pushed through uh, Amy Barakoet. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Ezra goes up and is fasting and not drinking water either uh, because he's mourning. Well, oh, it must be real rough that you, you're you not getting sent out to the fucking desert yeah. oh, like these women and children. I, guys, I prayed on it, and yeah, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the proclamation goes out um, that everyone, every single Israelite needs to gather in Jerusalem. And anyone who doesn't show up within three fucking days. Remember, this is back. This was before fucking bullet trains, you know. Right. Anyone that's not there in three days is going to forfeit all their property. It's all a. Right? I mean, they care very deeply about, you know, th- this is this is the most serious thing on their menu, you know. Very much so. Forget that farm that you were starting to tend to regrow your crops. No, 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 no. And also forget the children that you sired that are helping you <laughs> sow them. <laughs> you yeah, we'll, we'll sort them out in a minute. So, uh, yeah, within three days, sure enough, all the men of Judah and Benjamin gathered in Jerusalem. And it was on the 20th day of the ninth month, for whatever reason, that they're all sitting in the square before the house of God. Uh, and, and Ezra stands up. Uh, so part of the reason why the, the significance of this is that this would be one of the colder, windier, rainier seasons in Israel. So huh. it's like it's a stormy, oh yeah, yeah, miserable right. time. 
And they're all standing in the middle of this cold, wet, rain, dreary, foreboding, dark environment. And it's in the background of that that Ezra's like, guys, we got to fucking make business. Yeah, it does set the tone. So you're imagining, yeah, the, it's raining, it's storming, it's nasty out. And he comes up, he's like, we goofed. <laughs> <laughs> he stands up in front of them all. And uh, and basically, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, we got to we gotta separate ourselves. We got to fucking get rid of all these shit people that we married into and all the shit children we had with them. Kick them out. They're done. Let's actually, and the people. Let's actually read the verse. What he says? Yeah. Okay. So it says, Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have been unfaithful. You have married foreign women, adding to Israel's guilt. Now honor the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and do his will. Separate yourselves from the peoples around you and from your foreign wives. So divorce is cool for 10 minutes. Go. (laughs) Then all the assembly answered and said with a loud voice, Yes, as you have said, so we must do. But there are many people. It is the season for heavy rain, and we are not able to stand outside. Nor is this the work of one or two days, for this is the work. For there are many of us who have transgressed in this matter. So they're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great plan. We all agree, but let's get to the brass tacks." You know, I, I would love, I would love to kick my wife and children to the fucking curb, but this is like. This is going to take some time, you guys. There's a lot of bureaucracy involved uh, sending your children to their death. Got to check the green cards. Yeah. 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 You know. Listen, I'd love to just send my kids to the desert to die with their mothers. But, you know, there's a lot of paperwork. They're they're probably going to hide, you know, so you got to find them. Yeah. Yeah, you got to think of the bloodshed that's probably going to be involved with right. dragging them out of their And my homes. son's getting pretty big, so I'm going to have to sneak attack him. You know, so it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole fucking thing. You got to imagine. I wonder if there had been more than one generation. I wonder if there's grown men there that are no longer allowed. I would, lo- I would love it if I'm like, like I'm tending to my dad at the nursing home. He's 80 years old. I'm 50. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like taking care of him, putting the applesauce, and then he like gets a like he's like, hold on, there's a letter. I got to kick you out of the country. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're feeding him his applesauce and he pushes the spoon away and he goes, you have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> the pillow's just in my hand. Like, hmm. okay. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. dad. I'm going to wear your fucking face as a, as a mask. I, I've decided I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's awful. Um, so then the Bible goes into one of the more interesting Chap or passages there is, I think, probably in this whole book, starting at uh, verse eighteen in chapter ten. Well, let's let's, let's do the- let's do fourteen. Let's get into how oh, they're fair. actually going to do this because fair, fair, we're, fair. we're making a joke of it. But uh, these people are like, yeah, this is a great idea. I want to get rid of my wives, but we got to come up with a system. We got to come up with some kind of systematic council. So they create, well, I guess, like a what you call you it, like a secret police or something. Yeah, you don't want anyone slipping through the cracks. Right. You need you need, you need a, like a Christopher Waltz type character to help find all the foreign <laughs> the foreigners I, to get them out of the country. You need, you need like a I mean, take some Christoph notes, people. Waltz. If you want to get rid of uh, undesirables in your country, you really need like a crew, like a I don't know, a legal framework, a secret police, maybe. I don't know. You need guys to walk around and go, just stop, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Um, (laughs) 
Okay. So, and, so. The, and the people, they're just begging for this. This is their idea, actually. Um, yeah. Please, let the leaders of our entire assembly stand and let all those in our cities who have taken pagan wives come at appointed times together with the elders and judges of their cities until the fierce wrath of God is turned away from us in this matter. So they're like creating a committee. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to have to have like a, an appointment. You come in, you fill out your paperwork, and we just escort them to the city gates, and we kick them in the ass and kick them on their way. For for as horrible as this is, I would love to see a congressional committee work this efficiently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bet, you know, I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty sure Biden could get this done. I have I a lot know, of, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of faith in Biden's new administration, and I bet if he wanted to... You know, because we've seen Trump try to do it, and it's loosey-goosey. There's more Mexicans in here than ever. Yeah. But well, uh, they did make Pete Buttigieg the uh, Secretary of Transportation, so I'm sure he'll have the trains running on time. <laughs> in no time. So uh, we're, we're in luck for, with that. Now, starting in chapter, or sorry, in verse 18, it takes a weird turn from laying out this whole, you know, basically hierarchy of how to investigate who's not allowed in the country anymore. And it says among the descendants of the priests, the following had married foreign women. So then it name and shames the, <laughs> for the rest of the, the rest of the book of Ezra, right? Right up to the very last fucking sentence is them listing out every single priest that married a foreign woman. Them fucking, God damn. Them fucking sunshine laws. I, I love, cause it, yeah, cause we, we skipped it, but yeah, like they basically formed this committee. And then the last couple of chapters before, like the last verse of 18 are them like naming them and sitting down and going household by household, line by line, person by person, checking their papers. And then the rest of the, the rest of the book is talking about all the people who were found to have fucked foreign women and that their children were taken away and kicked out of the country. Yeah, it is rough. It's a whole page of that, of just here's everyone that broke the anti-miscegenation law. All Wild. these all these had taken pagan wives, and some of them had wives by whom they had children. Yeah. And that's just So that means there was a lot of kids getting thrown out too by their uh, ears. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to separate them from their families. That's just that's just good business. Naturally, that's just smart. I don't know. You get, uh, this really isn't a family separation policy because they get to stay with the moms. I guess I don't know. Not if I was in charge. It seems actually pretty merciful. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> if you're in charge. If I was in charge. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. Not not uh, not a good feeling in my belly about these folks right now. Yeah. yeah finish and, and, and to be clear, kind of to recap, kind of the whole book. This is Israel becoming great again. This is what they mean by it. Yeah. This is Ezra. And is, this is chronologically like the last thing, really. Yeah. I mean, and there's a little bit of a gap it. between this deed and Nehemiah starting, which we'll start next week. Uh, but this is like the the turning the screw to be like, okay, guys, we got. It's like you bought it. You 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 had a summer home, right? And you get out of prison, it's time to go take your family, your family home back, and it's filled with rats. And this yeah. is the this is Awful. you this is you getting the cats and getting rid of them all, putting out the poison, sweeping out those filthy rats, you know, and just getting rid of them. You know, clean out the attic, going into the floorboards, checking behind bookcases and shit, and just getting rid of all of them. And now Whatever guess what? Do. The house is good again. I mean, the funny thing is, it, it wouldn't be very hard because, again, 
because uh, obviously you're doing this like wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing to Nazi Germany nonstop. <laughs> in that case, it was about having to look into people's lineage and like determine if they were Jew and all this shit. This is their wives. So it's it's just looking across the dinner table and being like, yeah, you're not, you're I not do one remember, of us. You're not. I do remember yeah. our I do remember our wedding had a lot of hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you realize how controversial that statement is. <laughs> the like yeah, anyways. The point is that uh it's wild that they're throwing people out of their homes. Um that these guys voted to do it. Right. Actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, again, this is this would be like if a bunch of uh, Mexicans on the Texas border decided to vote for Trump. Yeah. Oh well, wait. Yeah, that'd be oh, weird. Shit. <laughs> it'd be like if a bunch of Cubans voted for Trump. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like, what are you guys doing? Um, you fucking idiots! <laughs> like, we should we should get rid of you. Um, it is it is kind of funny. Uh, yeah. So good work, good work. You managed to. Uh, I like I like them working as a team. I like them coming together for a common goal of kicking their own wives and children out. It's a good end of the book. It really yeah brings the room together. Yeah, it's about time. Um, they yeah, back. I don't want to say the, the team is back. This is like the Power Rangers. They they had their little tiff and now they back. They found out the power of teamwork. They formed into a Zord and they kicked out all the Ecuadorian. <laughs> children which is also what we just did as a podcast yeah pretty wild yeah it's all lining up um i don't want to talk too much about ezra because we got the recap and it's a short book anyway we do and i also i forgot what else was in the book because it's been two weeks and my brain is like a fucking sieve (laughs) you're gonna have to restart yeah that'll be yeah that'll be a fun that'll be a fun lip for wednesday flip back through it yeah so we'll have that out on wednesday we say but probably not till like saturday but whatever who knows and uh you'll like it We'll, we'll go around. and then next Sunday we will start Nehemiah. I don't know. Nehemiah. I my I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Of course, I I, I only read as far ahead as, as our episode dictates. Um, yeah. But my Bible, like the concordance for Ezra, was like, hey, these last two books, Ezra and Nehemiah, mark the end of the historical narrative part of the Bible. I don't know if that's true or not. But allegedly, Nehemiah is like the end, is like where the Bible kind of ends. Okay. As far as like chronologically. And then like the rest and of the story. And then we go back and cover yeah. some exile time. Yeah, because I know like Daniel is during the exile and uh, a lot of that shit. So that'll be fun. There's some good stories in there for sure. But it's a. Uh, Job. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get into some good stuff, uh, finally. Because like right now, we're just getting into like the history of it and it's a fucked up history like yeah like uh yeah well we'll get into the recap we'll talk about it and, and we can have but sure. but let's um <laughs> i feel like we it's so coming up i feel like it's so yes. obvious but I, I, I sometimes we do it sometimes we don't i feel like it's lost meaning at this point but what was the uh, what was the point of these chapters what was the message <laughs> uh whew. well you know i always kind of fall back on uh establishing your identity as a culture, right? Like everything everyone does is, is that in a way, uh, anything that you create, right? Like any literature or history that you're writing down, it's through the eye of the, the person living it. And this is just them trying to, I think, show that, yeah, they were beaten and battered around, but they're still, uh, they're still an us, you know, they're still a, uh, they're still outsiders and insiders. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after being fucking thrown in the wash that was Babylon and Persia and all that and getting spit back out, I think it's just a matter of like, yeah, it seems really racist to us because it is, mm-hmm. but uh, it's also kind of understandable in a way, I think, you know. I wonder if it's almost like, you know, like 
you're just a normal American person, you know, living in yeah. the world. And then you go to prison, you know, and you're like, oh, shit, I got to join the neo-Nazis. You know, like you kind of just have to bind together, you know. And Well, I think there's a much more apt example, and it's modern day Israel, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's I mean, what? They, you're right, the you're diaspora right. went out into the world. They got fucked up by pogroms all over the place. They got, obviously, holocausted. Six million people died. Awful shit. Allegedly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, so they go back to Israel. You know, obviously, there's a lot of. Uh, I like, do. I spent a lot of time on Parlor, so I don't know. I understand. There's a lot of evangelical Christianity behind their return to Israel, but now they're doing some fucked up stuff there, right? They've done. Right. There's some apartheid type stuff. There, you know, some bad things. But it's like you under, you understand why they want their space because of what fucking happened to them. It's very conflicting. I think. I think. Um, so just kind of reading more about – or talking to more people about the Bible, I get more information about the Bible that I have no context for. It doesn't make sense to me. Sure. I have heard that the New Testament is like mostly philosophy and general bullshit, and then it's really revelation that's the real troublemaker that talks okay. about like the second coming of Christ and like yeah. Israel having to retake the state and blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's very. But here's the thing, man. It's like tarot cards or whatever. Like you can see whatever the fuck you want to. Uh, Yeah, probably. But I guess my point is like Revelations is a weird fucking end cap onto the New Testament, and it's it's a it's a huge tonal shift. And a lot of it's odd that a lot of the crazy shit we deal with now with Christians and like doomsday cults and stuff all is really tied to just one book. Is that factual? That's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm gonna say that it's of a caveat on that is that almost everything in revelations ties into other stuff. It's not just whole cloth, new craziness. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is in relation to some prophetic stuff said by Saul and by Jesus and shit. Mm -hmm. And like even tying into like old Testament stuff. So yes, it's the craziest part by far. It's all a fucking fever dream, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it also still has like any, any, Fucking! If you, you have the Bibles that have the uh, built-in concordance that like tells you, uh, like cross references, where else to look? Like, hey, this is in reference That's, to my Bible this. has that shit. Yeah, yeah. Revelations will be chock full of those, pointing at times that oh, this was already kind of foreshadowed mm-hmm. and stuff. So yes and no. Um, which we'll we'll get to that. It, you deal with that a lot because I, 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 as listeners of the podcast know, I am obsessed with like doomsday cults, conspiracy theories, that kind of stuff. Hell yeah! So you, whenever you get into any real conspiracy theory, and they start being like, "Well, as we know, in 1952, when this guy did this, this, this," and it, it, like as if that like validates their argument that something that they misconstrued from the past makes sense in the present, you know? Um, yeah. But I guess what my thought on it is is like. Something I've been hearing about, and it's kind of odd to me, is people talking about how they're glad, like evangelical Christians are glad that the Israel state exists because that's one of the key facets to the end of days Armageddon and the death and destruction of the entire planet. Is that about? That's correct. Okay, I just want to. I just want to make sure that's that's something I've heard in passing. Vaguely, I never really could tie it to anything concrete. I don't know what they're talking. It's about. why there's a ton of evangelical Zionists, right? Right, 
Christians who are also Zionists. There's probably more of those than there are Jews on the planet. So <laughs> honestly, just, it just seems like I, I, it's from people. I've also heard from people who like actually just are anti-Semites who were like, oh, no, yeah, I hate the Jews, but. We need to have an Israel so that Jesus yeah. can come back and then oh, that's kill a huge, all of them. I'm like Jesus. Well, that's why a lot of white nationalists love it. Israel and love other like basic ethno states like South Korea and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Japan and stuff. Where oh, they keep with their kind type shit. You know what's so. weird is, and I mean, I don't know. All this talk has just reminded me of the 2016 election. I I yeah. I, I forgot how outspoken white supremacy was during the 2016 election. And it kind of had a weird fun. A lot of people were like coming out and be like, well, you know, South Korea has an ethno state and Japan has an ethno state and, you know, Israel has an ethno state. So why can't we have one here? Why can't we have yeah. one in America? Why can't we kick all the Mexicans out? And I don't think many people paid much attention to them because everyone just assumed Trump was going to lose. Like, okay, some nut jobs are out, lose, but don't worry, they're not going to be. And then they kind of came into power and then, you know, it sort of became more, you're like, oh, shit, these guys are actually in power now. Yeah, fucking Stephen Miller is actually doing yeah, things. We actually do need to stop these people and name and shame them and cause them to lose their jobs and ruin their yeah. fucking careers and cancel. And, can- and, and cancel culture them. kind of, I think, almost came out of that. Um, as like a, a defense mechanism since you can't, you know, now that they're actually in charge of the government, you have to figure they something out. They do have power. Yeah, it's yeah. punching up, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's cancel culture is hurting me. I can't say I hate the Jews without people getting angry. Well. Sorry, Owen Benjamin. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter. We're at Bible Pimps Common Spelling. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send us an email, you can do that at Revelations Podcast at gmail.com and uh signing off here i'm just gonna say please for the love of god do not cancel me for the terror reach <laughs> i made at the beginning of this episode. <laughs>